We're all in business for a reason. The problem that so many small business owners have is that they go in 10 million different directions, not really sure which way to go. Listen as your team of experts, Jennifer Glass, Daniel McCrane, and Patricia Rezzatillo, go through what you need in your business to really make it stand out and benefit you. Because it's the bottom line that matters. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast where we are dedicated and devoted to your success. On today's uh, topic, we are going to be talking about SEO to grow, search engine optimization. Now, a lot of people in the business world have websites. And if you don't have a website and you are in business, please get a website. You want to be the destination. Too many people build on Facebook. They build on Insta. They build on different platforms. And they spend so much time, money, and effort building up all of those platforms. And then you are at their whim and fancy to keep your account or not. Thanksgiving weekend 2019 right? Black Friday, 2019. So many businesses spent thousands and thousands of dollars preparing their marketing and doing everything they needed to, to go on social and get out there and have that out there. And guess what? Facebook crashed on Black Friday. The systems were down for hours. And all of the marketing they did didn't work. So if you don't have a website that you're actually working on and you control the user experience, you control everything, get your website. Okay? Now, a lot of businesses that do have these websites have also been doing PPC, pay-per-click, advertising. Right? You go to Google, you go on Facebook, you advertise. You're paying for those ads. A lot of people are clicking on ads when they're doing searches that aren't qualified to actually reach you. If you're marketing on Facebook and you say you want to reach business owners, you know how many people say they're CEO of Facebook and Google on Facebook and other platforms just because there is no validation when you put down what your work position is? Yeah, sure. I'm CEO of Facebook. Really? You're Mark Zuckerberg? When I was working with another company and they were helping me reach people, and I saw the people that were being, quote unquote, driven to my pages, and they were saying they were CEO of IBM, CEO of Facebook, CEO of Google, and other large Fortune 100 companies. And you clearly know these people aren't. You're reaching people that have absolutely no business seeing your ad. So how do you work around that situation and you keep your costs in control? You want to think about search engine optimization. 
you want to think about what is on your page in terms of making a difference. Now, before I get into some of the tactics that you can use to help you in SEO, Patricia, I know you've got a really interesting story as it relates to SEO. So let's jump into that first, and then we'll go into a couple of things you can do to really make a difference. Right. So in... About 2005, I had a website up, which was basically my county name and then the word equine because I wanted to reach horse people. Um, so I task equine. And I got a phone call from somebody who was doing SEO and they did all this SEO. And for whatever reason, they had me coming up under the search term of veterinary. Why? I don't know. Because I was working with horses and horse people. I don't know. Um, fast forward about 15 years. Actually, not even 15 years. About five years. And I started getting stuff in the mail from vet companies. Um, you know, invitations to veterinary seminars. And people that wanted to help me with my vet clinic. And people selling veterinary type products. <laughs> And I was, I would joke with my husband, boy, vet school was just a blur. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> it's better. So then I started getting phone calls. Um, and actually, I still get phone calls. Um, I, I probably get two or three phone calls a, a, a week with somebody who's got a horse or a dog that needs a vet and they can't find a vet. Um being it's, you know, we're, we're still during COVID pandemic and the vet clinics are just as slammed and uh, in stressed as far as staffing goes as everybody else is. Uh, you know, my horse is colicking and I can't find a vet. I'm like, I'm not a veterinarian. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, my horse has choke, <clears throat> which can be, it's very damaging and it can potentially kill a horse. Um, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm not a vet here. Call these people. <laughs> and so my husband has been joking that I should start a vet clinic. So I've actually been investigating how I might do that. <laughs> but it's all due to the fact, I mean, the website isn't even there anymore. It's been gone for probably 10 years. And so this is all from various um, directories that are online that they put my information into, which is part of SEO. But it's hilarious. My vet school was just a blur. I don't a remember any blur. of it. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. You went to veterinarian school and... Nothing. I hey, don't remember brand any. new idea. <laughs> so let me ask you, Danny, as we're, Daniel, as we're looking at where we are in terms of reaching people, right? I mean, we use so many different campaigns in terms of what we're doing and things along those lines. 
when you're working with clients, now obviously from a leadership perspective, one of the things you need to tell them is they have to invest in their systems, right? Do you tell them SEO should be something that they're doing if they're not doing, or is that something that you're staying away from? No, that is something that we look at when we kind of do an audit of the business. And again, I, I kind of approach it from that leadership perspective. How are you leading your business? What's the vision that you have? And so we do touch on marketing, uh, different marketing efforts. And SEO is one of the things on the checklist. So it's something to ask about. No, it's not something that I do. That's not an area of expertise for me. Um, I do have referral partners that I reach out to. Um, so I either suggest to my client, if you've got somebody who's doing all your web stuff, uh, let's take a look at what's going on with SEO. If you don't have someone who's doing that, I know someone who can help out. So it is important. Uh, do make sure that you get it done. And I, I think Patricia's story works really well to say, look about the power of having SEO for your business. And of course, on the flip side, make sure that it's done properly. <laughs> so you get requests for uh, what services you are actually going to provide. Absolutely. And I could not agree more. So there's a couple of things, by the way, in terms of SEO that you want to be paying attention to. There's on-page and off-page uh, components that you have to be aware of. Now, I'm not going to get deep into the tech stuff here. I can go geeky on SEO or we can remain less geeky. I think for purposes of this particular podcast, the less geeky is going to be better. So we're going to work on the high level look in terms of what we're talking about. The on-page pieces that you want to be looking at are things like the title of the page. You ever notice, by the way, how sometimes the web page title is home? Right? I mean, if you put your mouse over the tab that's open and it just says home, what is home? How does that make a difference? Right? I mean, it's completely worthless. Right? If I'm a realtor, yeah, maybe home is going to be a good thing because it's my home, right, that I'm trying to sell. But it's still not a good thing because how many millions of homes are there just where you are, right? Think about that for a second. How many homes are in your county, right? So it's the home page. Yeah, sure, everybody's got a home page, but who cares if it's home? The search engines don't care. It means absolutely nothing. Here's another big one. Read more. You ever see read more as the text when you see something on a website and it just says read more? Do you realize how many read more Google is indexing, and by the way, when I say Google, I mean all the search engines, but how many read more they're indexing, and is that really going to drive you anywhere? When you say download the free PDF, 
do you realize you're giving Adobe all of that link credit because you're saying PDF? Think about what it is that you're using, and this is called anchor text, right? We moved on from title. So the anchor text that you use, that you use on a website to link to something else. Now, for those of you that are using a web developer to actually make your page, these are some things you may be in a position to leave to them, but sometimes, very often, we say, you know what, we can use WordPress or we can use Joomla or we can use Drupal or whatever CMS, content management system platform you want to use to make your page. And so we do it on our own because we think, yeah, I know better. I, I don't need them because WordPress is easy for me to work with. Great. Congratulations. You've got something out there that now is a website, and you've got some content there. But do you know the value of what it is that you're actually putting out? There's all of these different pieces that are on your page that make a huge difference. Right? How many pages does your website have? Right? For those of you that are using a blog along with your website, is it part of your site or, or are you using a third-party platform to host your blog? Right? If you have pages and luckily more people today are using WordPress as their website and the blog all in one, but several years ago, Blogspot was a major blogging platform. Medium is a major blogging platform for business owners today to use. Right? If you're blogging on Medium, but your website is different and you're linking over to Medium as a blogging platform, well, it's great because Medium's reach is unbelievable. But do you realize that every time you link out to Medium, you're giving them the quote-unquote link juice, and you're not keeping it to you? Plus, you're limiting the amount of pages that the search engines are crawling on your site to build a total inventory and to see how active and how valuable your page is. Do you have a website up that you did in 2010 that's still the exact same copy from what you did in 2010. Google's looking at you like, are you still around? Right? I mean, think about it. If you have a lawn and you didn't mow your lawn since 2010, forget the health department and the police and the homeowner associations, whatever issues that you're going to be running into. But if you've got all of that growth, right, and maybe not since 2010, Right? But let's say you didn't cut it at all this year. Right? Your grass, depending where you are, here in the uh, New York metro region, we've had plenty of rain. So your grass would probably be about a foot and a half tall, maybe taller. Right? If you didn't take care of the lawn at all this year, right, the grass is going to be pretty big. People are going to wonder, is anyone living in that house? So if I go to your website and I see copyright 2010, right? And by the way, that's all it takes. If you're not using a script even to update the year, think about how easy that is. There's free scripts that you can find online to automatically update the copyright year. So at least it says 
the current year, right? You're not like dated 2010, 2015, whatever. But if you're using something that says copyright 2010, 2015, are you paying attention to that in terms of, well, when's the last time they updated the content? Is it relevant in terms of what I've got there? But if you have copy that says, in 2010, we're anticipating 3,000 people to be doing X, Y, and Z on your site. Well, 2010 was more than a decade ago. What are you doing still saying that exact copy? Right? I, I mean, the engines are looking at this, and from an SEO perspective, yes, it's not the behind-the-scenes stuff. This is on-page ranking factors. Get new copy. Google and the other engines love fresh copy. Change up your copy, what's on your site. Add new pieces of copy. And by the way, there's something called Evergreen. When it comes to web pages, you can add more copy going down the page, and the search engines are going to crawl, and they're going to see brand new copy. Sometimes that's just as good when you have that information there. So think about that. So... Daniel, let me bring you in quickly. When we're talking about from a leadership perspective and something that's dated beyond belief, right? Whether it's a sales piece, so it's not just a copy, but it's a sales piece, or it's practices that they're talking about, or a mission statement that is referencing a certain point that's on their site, right? Too many people have the old set and forget it mentality. For those of you that are of a certain age, you know exactly what I mean, set and forget it. But how do you deal with them in terms of that? Because that becomes important from an SEO perspective. Well, from one perspective, the beginning place is to bring it to their attention. It is so easy to create content and then let it sit there and you move on with your day and the day becomes years, become decades. So it's important as we're looking at everything going on with the business, and this applies to even procedures and, and other things inside the company as well. Uh, Jennifer, you mentioned sales uh, materials as well. You know, when was the last time you updated your sales flyer for your product? Has that been 10 years ago? And <laughs> are those still the same features and benefits of the current product? Um, so No joke, I've seen that. Uh, oh, yeah. Way too often. It's so <laughs> sad that that's out there, but yeah. Wow, this brochure doesn't even describe this product. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, first, it's just bringing it to the business owner's attention to say, is this still true? Is this still valid? And You'd be amazed how many times I get, whoa, no, that's not right. We don't do that. <laughs> okay, Wait a well, second. Then. We're up to version 16, and this is talking about version 3. Right. And it, We're because, still referencing, you know, something silly, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, on the other hand, too, we can talk about uh, using your website as a, a lead generation tool, too, with somebody who doesn't get leads through their website. They have no reason to go back and refer to the website, which, of course, is another reason why we say, well, then we need to update your website. So, yeah, that's where I begin. Bring it to their attention. Let's take a look at things. OK, now let's update. Do you have a marketing team you're working with who can help us update this copy? Do we just need to sit down and hammer it out? Yeah. Then the conversation goes on from there. 
And as you're writing copy, and this goes to the SEO site also, think about what it is that is actually going to be speaking to your audience. Right? Don't just write copy. I mean, how many times do you see on websites that they are all about them, nothing about the benefit of working with them, and the copy is just saying some really um, generic kind of headline, right? Insurance made easy, as an example. And I'm picking on insurance because, Daniel, I know you used to work in insurance, and I happen to have an insurance client right now that I'm working with. And that's exactly what was basically there. Um, If you're saying that, yeah, Google may see insurance, but what kind of insurance are you? Are you health insurance? Are you life insurance? Are you property and casualty like auto, home, et cetera? Are you Medicare insurance? Are you long-term insurance, vision, dental, group? What insurance are you? Right? Insurance made easy. Google's going to see insurance, and now you're going to be competing against millions of agents and the carriers that are all going in the exact same space, insurance. And that's just here in the United States. Forget insurance anywhere else in the world. Are you looking at being geographical? Are you saying we have offices in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, wherever you are, right? Do you talk about where you're based? Do you talk about anything of that, right? If you're trying to get local people and you completely forget, we are located on Main Street in this town, right? This town, this state. How is anybody going to know that if they're searching for somebody that does that on Main Street in this town, right? If you have a retail business and you're not paying attention to local search engine optimization, you really need to start doing that. And by the way, here's an amazing, amazing free resource. And I really have to tag Google because this is ridiculous that we're doing this. Google my business right? Get a Google My Business page. It doesn't matter if you're retail or online. Everybody can have a Google My Business page. Do you realize the value that the Google My Business page can give you? Google is the biggest search engine in the world, and it is providing millions and millions and millions of search queries every hour, right? The more that you can be seen on Google, And especially if you're a retail business, having that Google My Business page is going to help you in your rankings, right? You want traffic. You want people coming into your store. You want people coming into your site. And it doesn't matter if you're for-profit or non-profit, by the way, when we're talking about this, because you're still in business, period. The only difference between for-profit and non-profit is a tax status. That's it. You're still in business to make money. So you need donations, you need clients, you need donors, you need money coming in. So it really doesn't matter when you're looking at search engine optimization. It has to be applied across the board no matter what you are doing. 
even if you're a PTO, right, you're a parent-teacher organization, you need to have SEO if you've got a website because you want your kid's school to be coming up and to being in a position to accept donations, to being getting involved with that school. And don't rely on the school only having that information there. Right, because sometimes the school's website may be so outdated because it's the district doing it and it doesn't make sense. Right? How often do you see, by the way, the district still has teachers that retired three years ago? Because it's not something the district is going to invest more money in. Right? We redo our website once every five years. Right? The only thing that changes is the school calendar with the holidays. That's it, right? The lunch menu and the calendar. That's just about it. Everything else on the site is once every five years, we get a budget from the town that allows us to do X, Y, and Z, right? You want that information out there in a way that's going to help you. So let's kind of dial it back for a second now and talk about a couple of other off-page SEO things you can do. If you are in business, are you reaching out to other people that are strategic relationships for you and ask to give a guest blog post? When you blog for other people, you provide a guest blog, you are getting incredible amount of visibility from whatever their rankings would be because you are going to include a link back to your website. When that link goes back to your website, please don't say visit us at www.domain.com. And by the way, domain.com, I'm not giving any uh, endorsement or anything to them. They happen to be a domain registrar, so I'm not talking about that, right? Um, which is really funny that they have that name. But when you have that site, please don't do that. Remember I said earlier that anchor text right? If you are um, John's lawn care service, as an example, right? Think about what you can do to drive people back to your site. So if you're writing a post on some sort of system that's talking about lawn care, visit us at the home of the organic and environmentally conscious lawn care service at www, whatever. But the link is going to be the organic and environmentally friendly service because that is what you want to be found as if that's what you're focused on, right? The more that you can do that's going to actually make that difference is going to help you dramatically get rankings for that keyword. Right? That goes back to what you want to focus on on your page. Do you talk about putting down pesticides if you're the organic and environmentally friendly place? Well, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. And um, it's all really, what are you going to do? Now, it's really funny as we're talking, Patricia just got another phone call all about another vet request. And you see, it really works when you start having something out there that's talking equine in your area, right? Because people have horses. They're looking for care 
for their horses. So what are you going to do? Right? It's all based on that keyword, that anchor text that you're looking at. Are you looking at getting into the media? Do you have relationships with EDU organizations, right? Any organization that has a .edu domain. Do you know that .edu domains and media have the highest rankings in terms of the search engines? Following that are major community organizations like Chambers of Commerce. Are you a member of your Chamber of Commerce? And does your chamber simply say www.whateveryourdomainis.com? Or does it have some sort of anchor text that you can have for your listing? Think about that, what you're doing. How do you make that difference in terms of getting more people to get you? Now, you guys have been really, really, really quiet in our program today. What do you guys have in terms of adding to our discussion? Uh, this is definitely not a, an area of great expertise for me, Jennifer. Um, what I guess what I would say when I think of SEO, search engine optimization, I think of keywords, you know, coming up with keywords to bring people to your page. And maybe that's a little old school, uh, although I know it's still part of the strategy. So I would say uh, we need to go back to some of our original discussions where we talked about who is your ideal audience, who is an ideal customer for you, what are those services that you provide, and use those as keyword guides to come up with all the keywords that you want to use. And of course, you can load that as the metadata for your website. Those are also things that you should be using. Uh, Jennifer, you talked about blogging. You should. I was trying, by the way, to limit the tech speak, <laughs> right. but the metadata yeah. behind the scenes. If you don't know what you're doing, ask your programmer. If you do, and if you're using WordPress, get an SEO plugin. Please, please, please get an SEO plugin for your site so that you at least can add some of that metadata, that description, those keywords, things like Daniel was just mentioning. Yeah. So this is about as much as I know <laughs> right here. Uh, but it, use you, what you know about your target audience to help you develop those keywords and then give those to your web developer, your SEO specialist, if you're not the one who's doing it yourself. Um, but start with who your target audience is and go from there. Absolutely. And by the way, another area that you want to focus on is your site mobile friendly, right? And mobile doesn't mean, will it load fast on a cell phone? It means, you know, is it going to look normal on a cell phone? Or is it going to get all scrunched or what have you on a cell phone or a tablet? Any kind of device that's not your desktop, right? Google sees how the traffic is coming. They know if you're using a mobile device or if you're using a desktop. And by the way, desktop means anything from 11 inches and up can be seen as a desktop unless you're using a supersized tablet because of the operating system that's there. Is it Android? Is it iOS? Right? If it's showing as a Windows system, it's probably going to be coming up as a regular desktop platform. So you can have a Surface tablet, and that's going to be showing as desktop. Whereas if you've got the iPad that's on an iOS, that's going to be a mobile system. 
So think how that's going to appear. Also think about what you're doing in terms of do you have specific pages that will load with different content on mobile devices or desktop devices, right? If it's an e-commerce system, do you allow Apple Pay to be involved or Google Pay? Right? These are all different ideas you want to think about how that's going to help with the SEO because the speed of loading the page and how it loads is another important factor in your SEO rankings. So, Patricia, I'm going to turn it back over to you in terms of just getting additional takes on our topic. Yeah. Um, setting up a list of, you know, small topics, subtopics, right, um, that your people are going to be looking for, your, your target audience is looking for, and then doing, you know, even one or two minute videos on each of those little subtopics, making sure you get those put up on YouTube, get them you know, a good description on them and good keywords on them and point it back to your website can do immeasurable things for SEO. Right. And, and that's what I know. Patricia was mentioning, <laughs> right. And when Patricia was just mentioning traffic, that is an important factor in SEO rankings as well, because Google and the other engines look at how many people are going to your page as a level of authority, right? I mentioned earlier the media as a major value when a link comes back to you from the media because people are going to those media outlets on a regular basis to get news updates. And so when they link to you through an article, and this is why a PR strategy is really important, and we'll discuss having a PR strategy on a future uh, episode of our uh, podcast, but when you're thinking about using the media, right, to go back to your site, it is really important because you're getting an incredible amount of added value going back to your site. So to keep this still without going down an unbelievable rabbit hole and getting way too geeky speak, if you need additional assistance with SEO, please reach out. We offer SEO help for businesses. We have plans for local businesses, plans for bigger businesses that are nationwide, international, e-commerce, really doesn't make a difference what kind of business. We can help you with that so that way you don't get bogged down in terms of, well, I really don't know what I'm doing because you can spend a fortune on advertising and you're going to be getting a lot of bots. You're going to be getting a lot of non-qualified traffic coming in. And by the way, if you advertise on social, if you read the fine, fine print, you cannot challenge the reports that you get on the number of clicks. Think about that. There's bots out there clicking ads just to run up your bill. But they say, here's the number of clicks you got. You can't challenge it. Right? So do you really want to be paying for non-qualified traffic or would you prefer to get right traffic that is going to be helping you get more qualified traffic coming in because that's the term they're searching for? And you really want to be clear 
in my payment processing business, I used to get people calling me because they wanted a credit card. So I stopped saying credit card, and I started saying merchant account, merchant processing. I did have credit card processing, but in order to limit the amount of people that were actually coming to me for credit cards, I said, we are not issuing credit cards. That's not what we're doing. And so that started weeding out the non-qualified traffic. But you want to think what you can do to really grow to get more. And when you talk to a search engine optimization specialist like us, we can help you. So with that, we're going to wrap up today's session. But if you need any help with SEO, like I said, please reach out. And here's to your success. Thanks so much for listening to another amazing episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast. We're all about helping the small business community grow and reaching as many people as we can. And the algorithms on the podcast programs love reviews. So if you loved what you just heard, consider leaving us a review. And even if you don't, I'm sure you already did, but consider sharing our episodes and our podcast with your friends and colleagues. Sharing is caring and here's to your success. Thanks so much and have a wonderful day. It's the bottom line that matters.